everyone referred to her, not unkindly, as Ms. Ernestina, after the famous women's shelter in Toronto where she worked as an all-rounded social worker. She was known for her beautiful smile, her forgiving stare and her diligence to the women that walked through the doors of the shelter. It was soon after the recent infidelity scandal that Barney, her husband for the last 15 years, was dragging her through, that Ms. Ernestine became a very different kind of woman, a very bitter woman. Barney is online too, Rina, the longest-serving receptionist uttered through the crack of her miniature office. She noticed that Ms. Ernestina had been crying. She was grey-faced, like she had slept poorly and her skin sagged suddenly, to fit her age. I am rather preoccupied at the moment. Please take a message. She quivered through her crusty lips. Rina doubtfully backed out of the door with a worried look on her face. She had known Ms. Ernestina for three years now and had never seen her in such a sorry state. She wanted to pry but she didn't know where to start. The first email she checked that morning was from the Bank of Montreal confirming that the loan had been approved and that the funds were being transferred to the joint account that she and Barney shared. Barney had convinced her that another loan would benefit his business and elevate their household. A household of two, since she had not been able to carry any of her fetid to term. Why did he need a loan from the bank now? Where was the money he had promised to bring home from the trip to China? Why hasn't the business taken off yet two years later? Such were the kind of questions that were rummaging her brain. Barney had never blamed her for their childless marriage but deep inside, she beat herself up for her inadequacy. She never imagined that Barney would defy their 15-year-old vows and have children outside their union. The pain of betrayal had never been so dire, she could hardly fathom the situation. In August 2019, Barney had traveled to China for a business trip. For two weeks, Ms. Ernestina had prayed to God to keep her husband and return him home safe. He had assured her that the future of his business relied on this trip and that they would make a lot of money if everything went well. She had been profoundly proud of him. A Facebook suggestion with the names Princess B had popped up a week ago and the profile picture of a woman with a child in her arms and man by her side intrigued her. They looked so happy. The man had looked strikingly familiar though. She clicked on it out of curiosity and scrolled through Princess B's profile. She was an entrepreneur, with two children and from the looks of it, in a very successful union with a gentleman. There he was, Barney, in one of the most liked photos, hugging Princess B from behind with a boyish grin on his face, cupping her seemingly pregnant belly at the front. Something had told her that it was not an untimely coincidence that the picture of Princess B holding her newborn, captioned, My world is full of joy. Welcome to the world, Barney Jr. dated August. Barney Jr.? A baby boy? Her heart was beating out of control, she could hear it when she slammed the laptop. She could feel her blood rushing from her head. It couldn't be. It just couldn't be. Do you expect a man like me to go about life without a son, an heir to my legacy when I am long gone? He had yelled at her. I had no choice. You are my wife. This is my son. So he is your son too, he had said comfortingly, when she broke down crying. She cursed God for not blessing her womb and her marriage. She hated herself for being so trusting and blind to the fact that she was naturally unable to fulfill Barney. Remarkably she hated Barney with a passion. She called Bank of Montreal and asked to speak to the manager regarding the newly approved loan but she was out for lunch. She decided to drive to the home branch herself to cancel the loan. When she swung the exit door, Barney was standing on the pavement with a toddler in a Bugaboo B5 stroller. She had prayed for this very vision several years ago when they were both trying to have a baby but she never imagined that this is how her prayer would be answered. The Lord's humor. She stood there helplessly, unable to move her legs. He propped back up and was startled to see her standing there. She looked sullen and drained, like when she had had her first miscarriage. 
He pushed the stroller towards her, inching himself closer to hold her in case she fainted. The bank approved the loan today, he sighed. The funds will be trans. I know. She snapped back. I am on my way there to terminate the agreement. You can't do that. Watch me. She said as she paced away from him. He turned to her direction and shouted, she is pregnant with our second son. We need this loan. We need the money. We? She asked disgustedly. How dare you show up to my office with your bastard talking about we? The calmness had left her voice and it seemed like another person was speaking through her. He unbuckled the toddler and lifted him to the light and said, you're my wife. That will never change. And as long as my blood flows through his veins, he is your son too. Till death do us part, remember? His tone was commanding. She stared blankly in the face of the infant. He looks just like you. But there is nothing that ties me to this child. Not even consent. Her voice was starting to shake. How could you do this to me? It is hard to compare silences but the one she deployed now felt especially grievous, especially sad. He knew it was killing her to see the son she was never able to bear him. But there was no safe landing for this whirlwind wreck. I want a divorce. She shivered with tears rolling down her face uncontrollably. She walked to her car as fast as she could in fear of her legs giving out. She started the car and put the gear in reverse. The rearview camera had Barney on the pavement, then over to place his son back in the pricey stroller. She must have lost consciousness right before she rammed her size six foot on the gas pedal. Her Nissan Rogue roared in reverse right before striking the pavement and beyond. She shook in the driver's seat when the car hit a not-so-slight bump. She saw the thick red stream of blood flowing onto the concrete from her side mirrors but all she heard was the ringing in her ears. 